Hi, I'm Callie. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Isha. And we're Best Buds. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Best Buds. Uh, We know we haven't been exactly regular with our uploads, whoops, even though it's summer, but we are trying our best. So last year, around this time, we did a freshman year recap episode, which I think a lot of people appreciated um, because like Yusha said in our podcast reflection episode, um, it came at a time when a lot of people were feeling very nostalgic for missing college. Um, But so we decided to bring it back this year with our sophomore year recap. Uh, joining us is a special, special guest who we've wanted to bring on for a while now, Tessia. Yay, Tessia. So hi, I'm Tessia. I'm like your top fan. I'm one of your 12 listeners. <laughs> Thank you. I guess we wanted to start off with our overall thoughts. And I wrote down in the planning doc, I did nothing. Nothing happened. And it's like, honestly, really hard to think back on the past year because everything just kind of fades into this weird fever dream. Like, Mentally, I know that this past year happened, but it does not feel like it happened. Yeah, every time I say like last year, I actually mean freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, right. No, it's been two years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know what, what new things to add to that, but I didn't really do anything this year. Um, and I feel like school was kind of hard this past year. And I pretty much filled like every ounce of my free time I had with more work so that I wouldn't feel like lonely or feel like there's something missing because I was at home so I couldn't really see as many people as I would have liked to. Um, and I, I have a little like pouty face peace sign um, <laughs> in asterisks in the planning doc because that's how I felt literally all year long. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, I was um, looking back through my bullet journal from the beginning of sophomore year when we were trying to plan this episode to kind of like jog my memory and try to remember what happened. But it was my bullet journal at the beginning of the year was very filled. And I was like waking up at eight and doing things until 11. And I'm very confused because it did not feel like I was that busy. Like, again, I started vlogging this year, but for the first few vlogs, it was so hard to find anything to vlog because I was just like at my desk staring at my computer for literally hours every day and even if it was something fun that I was like looking forward to like oh there's a task with GBM or something tonight yay it was still online the the camera angle was still there propped up against my laptop it was so yeah everything was just very repetitive and looking back on my bullet journal I definitely came into the year with a lot of energy and I was like you know this situation sucks but we'll make the best of it but by the end of the year, I'm just like going through the paces. And every time I flip a page in my bullet journal, I'm like, wow, I'm losing enthusiasm for this. So yeah, it's been a rough year for all of us. I do vaguely remember at the beginning of the year, you were like, your sleep schedule is so good, you know, like over yeah. the summer <laughs> before last year. I was like, quarantine is a time to come out better than ever. And then I was like, quarantine is too fucking long. <laughs> I remember when you were so ahead in your work that you were like, I don't have any work to do because I just like, I'm like three weeks ahead. <laughs> I was like freshman <laughs> I don't think that was this year. This year I was just trudging along. Yeah, I think the theme of this episode is going to be that none of us did anything. Um, 
like I like Cali like I think at first semester I was trying really hard um so like my efforts went into like trying to create the sense of somewhat normalcy um so I put a lot of effort into scheduling hangouts um like going to campus regularly um, and trying to find some semblance of work-life balance even though like any hangouts I had felt more like I was in high school like planning like a play date with my friends rather than um you know just like the casual college hangouts that happen naturally uh, but by second semester I got hit really hard with burnout um, and also this feeling of complacency so I would just go through the motions of doing my work um, I wouldn't schedule times to see people um, so that made my isolation and burnout worse um, so then you know I would be like even less motivated to see people so that was, that was fun uh, but I think this year was especially sad um, because I didn't get to meet anyone new. And I also feel like I lost contact with a lot of friends who didn't live as close by or who I wasn't as close to before quarantine started, but I was like developing friendship with. Um, and that's sad, but I hope next year I'll be able to rekindle those friendships. I, was like, I think that was like the one thing that was good for me about living on campus because I roomed with Jenny and Jenny's really bad with online communication. So I feel like if I didn't room with her this year, I don't know if like we will still be friends <laughs> after this year. So Yeah, I was gonna say like all three of us were at home this past year, but Tessia was at school the entire year, right? So I'm sure yeah. that must have been somewhat different because you at least saw people sometimes in person. I think like I came to UMD like once or twice this entire year, just to like see people and uh, see you campus and make sure, like in my head that I tell myself that I still go to college. <laughs> Anytime you visited, it was like a whole event. Like it was all like, it was like on my calendar, like Isha is coming. <laughs> Isha's like a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I guess like one kind of new thing that happened this, year I guess we'll get to this a little later in the episode but I was reminded of this because of us going to UMD um throughout the year like only a couple times but like I I started driving and driving longer distances this past year which felt kind of new yeah I went to UMD in the fall and my parents drove me because I was too scared to drive myself and then I came back later in the spring and I I drove myself to UMD so I guess that's at least one new thing. <laughs> yeah, so proud of you. You're a big girl. It always felt weird going back to campus though. Like I didn't feel like I was a student there. I felt like I was like an alumni visiting the campus. Like I don't know if you guys got that sense. Yeah, I didn't have anywhere to go back to. Like I was yeah. just gonna go back home after I visited. And it felt very temporary too. Like you'd go for a few hours and then come back, so. Yeah, I don't know how you guys were able to like be at home the whole year because it was tough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because like the reason I like went to campus was because I feel like my schedule wouldn't have worked with my parents. If my parents saw how I lived like during the school year, <laughs> like they it would not have been good. I think another thing that made it better for me and Isha at least was that we had like our siblings at home. So there was, I know, especially for Isha, like she really values her family. So I'm sure there was a big sense of like, at least we get to all be together. And like, that's something that wouldn't have happened normally. And now that my sister like just moved to Boston, like last week when she was supposed to move to Boston a year ago, 
now I'm kind of realizing like, oh, I've been taking this kind of for granted this whole year, you know? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I didn't, it just sort of happened. And I thought about it really consciously at the beginning of quarantine, like, oh, we're all together. Like, this is time that we're never going to get back. Like, I should take advantage of it. And then the year sort of went by and we all did our own thing. And, you know, we saw each other at dinner. We tried to make the most of the time we had together, but I was never like consciously thinking about how she's like literally going to move to another city like Callie's sister. And then once they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> so I guess I was happy that I at least got to spend time with her like and spend like a year at home when we didn't think we'd ever get that time back so and my little sister really enjoyed it like otherwise she'd be at home alone for what like seven years while me and my older sister are off at college but Daphne was like living it up this year she like got brown to buy her a bunch of video games they were like watching k-pop together kind of got the parents off of her back so Daphne's been enjoying it at least gonna be rough next year for her though it was funny because my sister went to Chicago to like stay with her best friend because her friend goes her best friend goes to med school in Chicago and so she was there for a week and my parents like got a taste of like both of us not being at home <laughs> for like a week and they were like it was so weird like I called my parents at nine or something just to like chat and catch up with them and they were like we're about to go to sleep. Like we just finished <laughs> dinner and we're going to sleep now. What do you want? I'm like, wow. Like you guys are going to sleep so early. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Oh yeah, I think, and I said that one change I saw was me being able to drive longer distances. But I think in like a more abstract sense, I feel like I'm a lot more content with just being by myself, which is something I didn't feel like I really had when I was doing things with other people on campus. And I remember actually trying to start like a bullet journal or like an online journal type of thing where I'd write down like a little thought from every day. And that was at the very beginning of quarantine. And right when we were told we were going to go back home in freshman year, I remember writing down like, I think this will be good for me. Like I need to stop relying on like social interaction and like being around other people as like a form of happiness and feeling content with myself. And I think that the pandemic did make me more comfortable like being by myself and I think I'll still be happy with the more introverted tendencies that I cultivated during the pandemic um and I think that's a good thing to a certain extent so I there are a lot of bad things to have come out of this past year but I think that's <laughs> at least one good thing that I I'll carry over to to junior do you think do you think it'll stay that way when you go back to campus I don't know. So Tessia, I think I was, you mentioned this in the planning meeting, like I'm, I'm in <laughs> Philadelphia now, I'm like meeting a bunch of new people and like FOMO is back, like when I'm not doing stuff with other people, like I, I feel it. And like, I think, I think, but I, but I also think that it's less than how I would have felt if this never happened, you know, mm. it's there, yeah. but it's not like, too much of a problem yeah I was gonna say like this past year FOMO has not really been a thing like even if you see people hanging out on social media you're like a little bit jealous but you're also a little bit like judgmental yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah for but, like, sure. <laughs> but now that things are starting to get back to normal and like social media is popping off people are going everywhere hanging out with everyone doing everything and I the FOMO is back for me it's like hitting me hard and I'm like ah and it's making me realize just like 
just how small my social circle has shrunken during mm-hmm. quarantine like we were talking about earlier and it's like friends people <laughs> so I don't know I think it was a good break and maybe maybe Isha's right in that like the FOMO is less than it would have been otherwise but definitely still present and something that I hope we can all work on next year yeah I mean I remember when I was on campus I always felt the sense of like go 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 like I always had to be doing something or like being with someone um, and just like this general lack of tranquility like um, especially in relation to like reading uh, like it was how I noticed it um, because you know before college like I used to read like a book every like two days basically um, but on campus like I never felt like I had like the peace of mind to be able to like sit down and pick up a book and like just read for like three hours um, and like I remember thinking like how sad that was and how when I was on campus that was actually what I craved the most like a sense of tranquility and peace um, that's why I used to go on night walks um, but like this year I actually got back into reading and playing games and I did like miss spending all that time with myself like definitely at first when we started quarantine I was very happy to be able to take all that time and just like lay around and like not feel like I had anywhere to be um, so Hopefully I can maintain some of those lessons when we go back in person, but like to Tessia's question, like, I don't know that I'll be able to maintain the same level just because I feel like when I'm around people, like I like, it's hard to like establish the same sense of tranquility. Like maybe it's like a situational thing rather than an actual sign of self-growth. I think over quarantine, I learned that I was a really needy person. Because I was I would do the thing where I would be in Zoom calls with people like constantly. Like like we wouldn't be talking, but I just need feel like I need to have like a presence there with me as I like did other things. It's like when Cal- it, it's like when we put like on the TV like someone's studying. It's like I needed that. I literally do that. Like I just go on YouTube and I watch study with me videos, and there's just the person on the screen studying, and it's like it makes me feel better, which is kind of sad, but. Yeah, and I think it's like, as you said, like, since your social circle shrinks, I feel like I, like, utilize, okay, maybe that's not the right word, but, like, I, like, use my existing friends, like, more, which Mm -hmm. I think, like, was kind of, like, an issue, but going back on campus will be, like, more casual interactions with people, like, yeah, it'll be better. (laughs) Yeah, I would, like, now I I feel like sometimes I'm, like, I want to, like, tell someone something. Um, and I like, go to like text people and I'm like, wow, there are not that many people I can text about this now. And I got to like do it in rotation. You know, you can't like spam one person with like the same thing. <laughs> I was always really insecure about that, actually. Like, like, who would I tell this to in school? But I think like the fact that my social circle has like collapsed, like not in a bad way, but like collapsed into like the bare necessities like I realized who I really really need in my life and like who it, I like I'd like to have but if they fade away or they fizzle out and that's okay and like I'm, I'm okay with that so I think it's also been good to just like figure that out as well that's true too yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like other other than like socially wise I think to be honest for me this past year I think Kelly's gonna go into how she dropped jumpstone <laughs> but like <laughs> yeah like this this year I think I did a lot of new things because nothing I did in freshman year 
kind of carried over because I thought I was going to be pre-law and I quit like all of those things um, coming in. So I think this, this year was honestly a pretty, I guess, like important year for me in terms of like discovering like what I liked more and kind of challenging me to do things that I might not have tried if we were not in, when we were not online and things were like less available. That's really admirable because honestly, like with things being online that like actually demotivated me to go out and do anything. Because I just didn't want to sit in Zoom for another meeting. Actually, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, Tessia, like the reason I did like a policy internship in the fall and then in the spring was because like I realized I just had so much extra time on my hands not being at school, like in person. So I was like, might as well try something different and it ended up working out. So that's true. I guess it did give a little bit more time to explore those interests. Yeah, and I think opportunities that might have been more limited by location were no yeah. longer there. So like not having to travel anywhere kind of cut out a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, as Tessia said, I wrote that like for me, I think the most important change this past year was dropping gemstone. When did I dropped after first semester of sophomore year? And it was like a decision that kept me awake for like literally over a year. Ever since freshman year, I was like, I wanna drop gemstone, but I never had the courage to do it until I finally did it over winter break. And when I did it, I like felt so free and I was so happy and I was like, no more gemstone. Like gemstone was something to me that really felt like a burden. And every time I had to like open a document or go to a meeting, I was like, here we go again. But like, I think it was a really good lesson that like overall just I should pursue whatever I want to pursue and I guess like for the first half of college I kind of just kept boxing myself into obligations like gemstone and like the consulting club just because I was like quote-unquote supposed to do it but I really had like very little enthusiasm for any of these things and they brought very little value into my own life like I was not putting in as much effort as I wanted to and I was not getting nearly as much out of as I wanted to so after like making the huge decision of like dropping gemstone it was much easier to drop all of these other like smaller obligations that I did not find fulfilling and like <laughs> my dad's really mad about this lesson because he only hears about the things I drop and he thinks I have like commitment issues like I was interviewing for a finance TA position and I don't know why I did it in the first place I was like you know this class I didn't really like it but it's like it's something and then I interviewed for it and I got it. But she, the professor was like, yeah, we like to hire people for like two years. And I was talking to my sister about it and she's like, don't do it. And everyone I talked to was like, don't do it. And my dad was like listening to me and my sister talk. He's like, why don't you like ever do things? Like you only go halfway and then you like quit. And I'm like, dad, you don't understand. But it's like, he doesn't hear about the things that I like actually do, but I'm just reserving my time and energy for things that I truly care about and there's like a lot of things that I truly care I'm doing a lot that so like calm down <laughs> but yeah I think it's just being more mindful about what I commit my time and energy to and I think that's something good I think that's like especially in college you know trying to explore new opportunities and like not just doing what you're supposed to do which is something that I think we all did in high school just following the track um but yeah just spreading your wings it's like that song I spread my wings and I learned how to fly <laughs> fly so away from obligation 
I don't know what song that was. Like, like Kelly Clarkson or something. I don't remember. That's familiar though, for sure. I was gonna say, I feel like with Asian parents sometimes, I feel like there's like a very limited scope of things they understand as like useful. So like with my parents, mm-hmm. like they understand like research and I also TA the customer, so they understand that. But everything else, they don't really see the utility of. So anything that doesn't, that isn't like formally like a program or something mm-hmm. that they've like already like heard of before, they're kind of like, what is that? Like, why do you need to do that? Yeah, that's true. But it's, you know, like I would try to talk about my consulting club during interviews. And I'm like, I have literally nothing to say. Like I put 10% of my energy into it just because I just did not like it. But if you ask me about things like TAS or ASU, I'm like talking all over the place. So I mean, it's a really good lesson, um, something I need to drill in too. But I can also attest, like, I feel like Callie feels so empowered now every time she drops something. That is something. true. Like she drops health center. <laughs> she's like, I'm so powerful. I just dropped health center. That's true. I forgot that that was a thing. I don't think it's a bad thing to try things and then figure out that it's not for you. I yeah, think I mean, at least you tried it, right? Yeah. That's the ideal thing to do. That's you ideal. try it and then you, you have a conscious, like, you consciously think about whether or not it's something you enjoy and then you either drop it or keep it based on how much energy mm-hmm. you have to devote to it. Like, I think that's actually a really admirable skill and not even a skill, just an admirable trait to, like, be able to like have that sense of clarity about because it's what you want to do and what you what you don't enjoy and then make decisions based off I feel like another thing is like all of us growing up in this certain like mentality where quitting something means that you're failing right and we're all so scared of failure that it's so scary to quit something because it feels like something that's so personal when it's really like not there's also a lot of unlearning to do from there. A lot of prestige culture. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was something that I applied to that I don't think I was too interested in. I kind of applied just to apply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then late, and then I had a meeting with Dr. Sandel, who's the direct, who's associate director, I think, something of Jumpstone. And I was like, so should I like not do it? And she was like, don't do it. And after, right after that call, I sent you one. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I, yes, I feel like we love Dr. I just need someone else to 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 be like don't do it <laughs> mm. so the next section is going to be fun memories question mark I mean that was my favorite <laughs> section from last year and we even made that mini episode on it yeah are there that many from this year though question which is why there's a question mark there are three actually three questions three question marks <laughs> um yeah honestly I don't remember a lot from this past year because I feel like it was one big blur Um, But I also do remember being constantly stressed, like all the time, especially towards the end of both semesters. I just, everything compounded on each other and it was just like a bad time. But like we said earlier, this was like the year where I got to actually spend a lot of time with my family, um, which I really enjoyed. And we made a lot of memories through this year, just being at home together. We got our deck remodeled out of nowhere. And that was really fun because now we can use the deck like to watch movies or just sit and eat outside together. Um, and also just eating dinner with them every night. I remember we did that in high school, but it was it felt different this year when you know we were all together and present and having conversations at the dinner table. That was really nice. 
and even just like annoying Anika like barging in and on her zoom calls and like taking up her bed and everything was was just like really fun and the pandemic has taught me to like kind of romanticize the little things because there honestly wasn't much going on otherwise so might as well like romanticize and like tell yourself that the little things are like what makes the year worthwhile and like going on walks just like treating myself to coffee going to going to Trader Joe's is like the highlight of my week when I went grocery shopping with my mom like just the, the little things like shopping climbing and having a car also and being able to drive was good for my mental health and being able to get out of the house um, I really I, miss Trader Joe's <laughs> but I haven't yeah, gone so good there's one like 30 minutes from my apartment and I will deliberately like take the bus, walk 10 minutes. Like I will go and grocery shop at that Trader Joe's because it's too good. Um, There's a whole TikTok account that's dedicated to raiding Trader Joe's um, <laughs> products. And there's no one out Trader Joe's. My friend pulled up the TikTok and she's like, okay, let's see what's good. <laughs> it's true. Being yeah. able to drive legitimately saved my whole year. Like it was the only way I had like any freedom when I was feeling trapped at home and also like it actually let me make plans with people like I feel like it's so much easier to make a plan with someone if you like have the means to get there and you don't have to like ask your parents like can you drive me like can you pick me up um, so <laughs> yeah I think that's also another point of improvement like Isha like I did get better at driving like now I drive to UMD like once a week to go to my research lab and I could not do that before the pandemic so Ooh, do you take 495 yeah. Oh, so I just bad. take whatever's fastest. I just go. But yeah, I guess for me, also my memories are just like little things like uh, doing podcast meetings in the park. And also that one time we went skating and got jumbo jumbo. Or like that time um, we had a campfire at Shruti's house and Isha was there too. And then our hangout during Halloween in Shruti's garage, um, like tassel wiffle ball. And literally like all of the tassel hangouts at the end of the year really helped with my burnout and like remembering why I love the org so much and it was it was really nice to kind of like see people again and meet all the new people for the first time in person um I also like called my high school friends more frequently this year and like there was this one week where I actually got to go to the gym and that was like the whole highlight of my spring semester it was a lot of fun also a lot of boba too many boba runs that's never a complaint though (laughs) No, I was, oh my gosh, we were having like a VSA hangout and they were like, anyone want boba? And I was like, no, I got too much boba. And they were like, there's no such thing as too much boba. And I was like, I've been drinking like one or two bobas every single day. So it's like, I mean, it's, it's a lot work of boba. At a boba shop. <laughs> it's a lot of boba. Right. Yeah. At least it's free, you know? Yeah. <laughs> True. At least it's not eating away at your bank account. <laughs> It's putting money into my bank account. Yes. True. Probably is like sugar equals money. <laughs> Self-investment. When you mentioned the, like when we went to get Jumbo Jumbo that one time and then we chose the coldest day. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. And we were just like sitting in the RM parking lot for like 10 minutes and we we're like, it's too cold. It's too cold, yeah. <laughs> 
for me, like, I think similar to Isha, I was really stressed this year. And for what? For what? <laughs> um, but I think my stress mainly came from the fact that I started a new club. And there was one time where I started angsting to Cali because, because I already used up all my angst bars from all of my other friends. So I was like, Cali. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was just a lot of pressure on, uh, pressure on me to, like, make decisions and have other people ask me to like make decisions um so I wasn't used to, to used to doing that but in terms of like fun memories Jenny's mom like she doesn't work anymore so all she does at home is she just like cooks and she bakes so she became a really really good cook and every two to three weeks she'll bring this huge bag of like home cooked food to our dorm and that I like I like subsisted on that single-handedly when I got really tired of finding food and Jenny also told her that I really love kanji so she would like make two portions of everything like one for me and then one for Jenny <laughs> so that was really lovely I also I spent a lot of time in Shruti's room um, when the dorms I guess like opened up and we watched a little Love Island together so I am now fully engrossed in reality tv I also want a lot yeah and finally I also want a lot of free things because it was a lot easier to go and sign up for things okay what free things like why didn't I know about this <laughs> so gemstone had gemstone was like if you donate to us we'll auction off an airpod like airpods so I want that you I want had, airpods I, <laughs> I donated ten dollars it was an excellent investment yeah great investment <laughs> I got a I got a yoga mat from something and I also got a chopping board and I got lots of free plants. <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Too Hot to Handle season two? Season two started coming out, but I haven't started it. I did see like part of season one and I and I also watched The Circle because Chloe from Too mm. Hot to Handle was on it. Yeah. I, like, I like seeing hot people do things dumb things stupid things they're all literally so dumb like they're not even that hot so dumb but it's so so much fun to watch I've been binging I watch it as like a stress reliever my my friend really wanted me to watch like Bojack Horseman which I started and I put I it off for Bojack <laughs> Bojack is so, so depressing <laughs> right I put it off for a really long time because I was like I know that's gonna force me to think about my problems and society <laughs> problems and I just like I just can't do that <laughs> so good still my all-time favorite like everyone else i didn't have any like big dramatic memories um that become like your college experience stories but i had some like good times as well um one of my favorites was like around my birthday it was actually november like after my birthday but i went to campus to celebrate with some of my friends um and they bought me an ice cream cake even though it was like november so it was cold outside and then they're like, we're going to light 20 candles for you because you're turning 20. But, but except for um, Sally, when she went to go buy like a cake candle lighter, she was like, oh, the cigarette lighters are so much cheaper. So she just bought a bunch of cigarette lighters, which, by the way, are really hard to like click down. And I do not recommend them for lighting candles. So like we were just like there, like freezing outside, like trying to light 20 candles with like a cigarette lighter without burning ourselves. And also like quickly enough before like the candles all burned down like onto the cake so that was a big mess but that was fun um also yes yeah, skating together in the tennis court near Callie's house um like having sleepovers with Sydney um I had this one really chaotic walk with Sally where for some reason we were like let's go down that like icy hill and we slid down it and then we couldn't get back up so we ended up like crawling through the thorns to get out um so yeah that's my college <laughs> story um and then we also, I also had like 
picnics with my friends in the fall to study for cell bio. Um, I really had fun with tassel wiffle ball bonding and buying Sydney a man. That was like the one bit of tea I had all year. So I guess the year wasn't like as sad as I make it out to be, but definitely not like as distinctly memory filled as freshman year. Can you please buy me a man too? Yeah, I'll buy you a man at the wiffle ball next year. The wiffle ball auction. Okay, so I guess we can move on to the next section, um, which is our last section. Um, so our hopes for next year. I had a dream where life was back to normal and it was the first day of in-person classes again and I didn't write in my GCAL which class I had and when and where. So I was just wandering across campus very lost. For some reason, my math class was at the farm so I had to dash there. And then I realized I actually had gym class instead. But then I realized I signed up for a race car class and there were race cars zooming around and I almost got crushed. And then we went to a concert to watch a quartet and then we left and then a baby got eaten off the balcony. Wait, what was the last part? Why did the baby get eaten <laughs> off the balcony? It was Peter Perry's baby. Like the, the orchestra um, conductor from high school, his baby got eaten off the balcony. Um, in my dream. <laughs> in your mind, you're like, I hate this man. <laughs> What's most weird to oh, Firstborn child. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was a very irrelevant dream, but the moral of the story is that I hope we're back in person next year. But I, I still feel like, like Isha said, there has been a lot of bad things that came out of this weird sophomore year. But I think the good thing is that we really learned that we have to cherish like everything that we have, especially, especially all of the little things that we normally take for granted, like being able to live in dorms. And I think we're going to be trying to live it up for the next two years. So I'm definitely really glad that we're not like graduating seniors and we still have time left to live out our college experience, knowing that this time is very precious and very limited. I'm also kind of excited for my 21st. I feel like the parties next year are going to be hella messy. Um, like, AKA my 21st birthday party. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's going to be a wild time. Fun, but wait, though. your mom listens to this wow. podcast, right? I'll be 21. <laughs> I'll be legal. Callie only parties when she's legal. <laughs> yeah, literally my goal for next year is to spend as much time as possible having fun and screw school. Like, literally, <laughs> I was talking to my roommates and I was like, next year, guys, we're not going to do work. We're just going to, like, have fun all the time. Um, like, I remember, like... I was thinking about it and like what I remember from my time on campus isn't like all the time I spent studying or like stressing over school like it's the fun times I had with my friends so I'm really looking forward to going back to college and actually valuing that time and like deliberately seeking it out um, instead of just taking it for granted and like letting myself get caught up in all my schoolwork. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that like was also really important for me during quarantine like anytime anyone asked to hang out or like there was a meetup schedule I would like drop everything and like schedule my day around that one event and that was definitely not the case in high school I feel like it was better in college because I started to realize like the importance of having a social life and like making relationships and making memories outside of school but I feel like this pandemic like really drove that point home like there's plenty of other things to do outside of sitting on your computer, working, slaving away to this capitalist side. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you had to, you had to shut that anti-capitalism <laughs> in there. 
I think my roommates next year, I think have a much better work-life balance than I do. Like, I think their like schedule is like, they, they like do all their schoolwork on the, the weekday and then they like do fun things on the weekend. So hopefully by like osmosis and by like peer pressure, I'll, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll absorb that mentality as well. Also, I think this is kind of, un- well, it's kind of related to the whole work-life balance thing, but also just like, being satisfied with where you are, I think is also an important lesson to bring into next year. Cause I I actually had this conversation with Emily when I, she visited in like winter break of last year. And she was only here for like a little bit of time but she was telling me about how she was like in Maine and then she was in like- Isn't she like in somewhere? Europe right now or something? Yeah, she's in- internship. Yeah, she was in Greece, just traveling alone for a bit. And then now she's in Italy. Like, she's learning Italian this summer. So she's doing something in Italy with that. But, she's just living it up. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I was I was really itching to like leave Maryland, like leave Gaithersburg, get out of Montgomery <laughs> County when I was hearing her like going all across like the country. And then now she's like international. But I also was thinking that like, I discovered a lot about my home city that I didn't even like take the time to appreciate before I was stuck here for like an entire year. And I think that being at home and being forced to stay at home, like it made me appreciate like the really small things about like Gaithersburg and Montgomery County and even my community, like Washingtonian Woods, where I lived my entire life. And I feel like I, I was also listening to this this talk earlier this week about this, but all of us think that like the metric of success is leaving like the comfort of home and moving on to bigger and better things. But there are a lot of like really good things to appreciate where you are and like where you're from. And I think that that's something that I hopefully I won't forget like moving forward from this pandemic as we see the tail end of it. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm... That mature yet I'm still yeah. <laughs> I'm still like get me out of here <laughs> I heard, like, even if it's so just a college park 40 minutes away just please <laughs> maybe it's different now that I, like I'm not in Maryland anymore but mm. I think yeah I was just thinking about that since I heard that this week so mm. I think along the line of something socially is like yeah, like meeting new people, I can be rekindling some of those, I guess, relationships people that I haven't had this past year because I just did, never saw them. I, I just I didn't have like a reason to kind of talk to them. But another side thing is I kind of hope that I get to date before college ends. And in order to date, I need to have candidates and like I need to have <laughs> people that I would like to have a crush on. And she's like, oh, I need to be, go on the bachelorette. I need to line up all these bachelors. <laughs> no, so, no, so, like, so like I need to actually like go out and like just like meet new people. <laughs> Mm. so that so so that if I like do want to pursue a relationship I can be like all right like <laughs> I can narrow in on this guy <laughs> a b and c the pros and cons of all three well if you want to date Tessia you can always dm us at pod.bestbuds and we'll hook you up or come out to Mr. Wolfball 2022 <laughs> yes and we will purchase you for her 
but I agree. Um, I too would like to date before college ends, but alas, I think we've missed the optimal time frame. Like I remember talking to one of my mom's friends, like when I was a senior in high school and she was like, you better find a good guy to date in undergrad because all the good ones are taken afterwards. Um, and I was telling my friend this in a cafe like last year and this random girl just like turns around and goes, I can confirm this is true. I'm in grad school. So <laughs> great prospects for us guys. Honestly, I feel like, like you said that all the good candidates are taken. In. I feel like they like ripen, you know? It's like right, yeah, but you gotta identify them in undergrad. That's, I guess. But so. I don't identify it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like okay which was like I tried and then <laughs> they were trash <laughs> no <laughs> I like with the clown emoji on her face so I've been on a lot of relationships subreddits on reddit recently because I don't know I'm just bored and I just want to hear other people's take and there was those that the closest conference reminds me of one thread that was like oh I'm like in my early 30s and why does every dude that is kind of decent why, why are they all married like yeah so that's gonna be me posting on reddit in 10 years <laughs> but yes as Tessie was talking about earlier like I'm definitely really excited to make new friends and I feel like so many of my friends have friendships have like either stagnated or faded and it's like and it's like I still love them just as much but I just like it's stuck there you know like nothing's happened um so I definitely hope I can rekindle some of these old friendships but I really hope I can meet new people and also like make new friendships and like there were a few people that I met this year through like online clubs and it's like obviously different online but I still really enjoyed the like the feeling of talking to a new person and like kind of gauging the waters and getting to know each other better um but I definitely gained a lot of like a few a few really good friends out of this year so I hope I can get more of them next year as well I agree with that I definitely want to like branch out my social circle and there were a lot of people in freshman year that like I was sort of talking to and I was like kind of good friends with but they just didn't like carry with me into the online world so I hope that we can meet up and and like kind of pick up where we left off um, junior year. I was actually, I was at Anna, Anna was hosting a barbecue like on Saturday and I went and I met a bunch of like pen kids at this barbecue and it was just the first like 30 minutes. I was like, I don't know how to act and like <laughs> trying to meet all these new people, but like you still kind of remember like how to do it and how to actually talk to new people. So I'm hoping that it won't be too awkward when we get back in in person. Isha is like ooh, pen kids, a new breed. Yeah, Isha is a cool pen kid. Uh, there were not many candidates at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I agree as well. Like I just really miss like the vibrancy of being able to meet new people all the time and like feeling like you know, like the possibility of like, I could like meet a really good friend like at any moment now. Uh, and also, yes, like I hope I'll get to hang out with the people I haven't gotten to see in like a year and a half and just like rekindle all of that. Like, like for the past year, like the only new people I've been meeting are like 60 year old like patients at the doctor's office or like 
I was talking to this like nice old retired lady at Walter Reed Hospital. Like those are like the relationships I'm building. So hopefully I still remember how to talk to people our age. Also, I'm really looking forward to in-person clubs next year. Um, so I know there's going to be a very steep learning curve for TASA and also for Terps Against Hunger. But like, I'm so excited to actually get to do things and run like real life events and like see everyone having fun like in person. Um, so yes, my hope for next year is that the club events will be successful and we'll have lots of fun bonding times that we missed out on last year. I went to a lot of the past events. I think by the time, what was your last event? Like Night Market? Night Market. It was just like, I could feel like the burnout. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, <laughs> the burnout got real from like literally everyone. Yeah. Yeah, and I think especially for like things like Wiffle Ball, I think it's it's just like for, even with the most like fun, exciting events, it just like through through Zoom, it was just kind of like it's hard to achieve so the same level of connection. Yeah, but I I feel like from like the past few like past hangouts that we've had, like going to Sky Zone or like hanging out after inventory and RTC, like. The, the energy is still there when we're in person which yeah, is something sure. I'm really glad about and like even though there are a lot of like new people who we've never met in person it's still like we all just get really excited around each other so I think that's something that's really precious also I was reading back on the same section from last year for our hopes for like you know sophomore year essentially and I thought that this section was really interesting because like I feel like the theme of everything we've been saying this year is that like we want to value the time we have and the friends we make um and last year i was looking at those goals and they're things like you know succeed in school or like balance all of our responsibilities um or like also grow as an individual since we're at home which is something i think we did achieve um or it was like get involved in like this org or that org for my resume or, like for like to check this box off um, so I think it's really interesting that our priorities have definitely changed after the pandemic and it's reflected in our hopes and what we're looking forward to in the coming year. That's the question for you guys. Do you think you like achieve those goals that you set last year? For me, I set my goals pretty low. Like it was like balance everything I have on my plate. Like, well, because we were online, I had a lot more time, so it was fine. And like, I don't know, like achieve a sense of independence, which I don't know I necessarily achieved, but next year I will definitely have independence because I will have to. My first goal was get more involved in the business school. <laughs> I think that's so funny. Um, so that was not a success. I am further removed from the business school than I ever was while still being a finance major. And then I said, I think I'm going to be a lot busier with classes and clubs to try to balance all of that and still thrive like emotionally and mentally, which I think I was successful at. And then it said maintain friendships and academic drive. Academic drive, yes. Friendships, more questionable. But yeah, I think those are very like specific goals that we set for ourselves, which is very interesting. Yeah, just looking back at this document. Okay, my first one was get my driver's license, which hey, you did that. check on that. <laughs> um foster a cat didn't happen <laughs> it was it was such a desire but it was <laughs> shot down by my mother it's a manifestation okay. didn't work badly <laughs> I said survive so I'm you did. I guess that worked <laughs> um, 
and yeah, like, I guess my other goals were kind of specific to like do well in school, find ways to keep myself busy. Like, I don't think continue to grow and find independence wherever I can. Like, I think I'm like, I don't know if I would say that these are goals that I still have. Like, I think now it's more just like being happy, being content with where I am, not like it's okay to not be busy all the time. Mm. It's okay if you slip up in school a little bit. Like those things, it all feels just so like insignificant with everything that's happened this year. It's like, mm-hmm. let's just get by, you know? <laughs> well, I believe that all of us will achieve our goals and have a fun time thriving in real life college. Um, I don't know if we're going to do an episode on this, but let us know you know, you can message us what your favorite sophomore year memories are or what your goals are for next year. And as always, remember to follow the Instagram at pod.bestbuds for updates and aesthetic graphics. And we'll see you next week or maybe a few weeks after that. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> at some point. Bye. Bye. Bye.